Welcome back again. Today, I am interviewing one of my SAGE certified practitioners, Bonnie. She is amazing. Stick with us here. You're going to learn about her tipping point, and I kind of feel like you're going to be able to relate to her story. This is your moment. Hey, Bonnie, welcome to the program. I am so happy that you're on here with me. You are absolutely incredibly wonderful. One of my uh, role, one of my role models as well. I know we've worked together uh, in different ways, but to have you here and talking about your story means a lot to me. So welcome. Oh, thank you, Bo. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you. Well, Bonnie, you and I worked together for um, a little over a year, and you graduated a while back uh, as a SAGE certified practitioner. Uh, for those who haven't met you yet, I will uh, just want to throw out that you are an intuitive reader, and you provide incredible guidance. It was really fun working one-on-one -on -one with you because I got my own personal readings in our sessions, and I got a lot of guidance from you myself as well. So that's definitely a perk of my job. Uh, but it was always so loving and so wonderful. And not only do you do readings, but just for the listeners, you also do really incredible healing work, working with uh, singing bowls and other techniques and things like that that really resonate. Uh, I wanted to ask you to really dive into your story. I mean, I know you're established. I know you are busy doing the work that you're doing today, but can we jump back to your tipping point? Because when I heard this story, I was like, yep. Yep. Not only can I resonate, but I know so other, so many other people can. So how did you step two feet into your intuitive path? Oh, it was, um, well, you started the journey for me. I found your, um, program during COVID. I, um, I started working from home. So I, I, I worked in an engineering firm and, um, I was doing, uh, back office stuff, admin stuff, uh, marketing, um, all kinds of mishmashy stuff. And I ran into your program during COVID and, um, I started it and that's where it kind of really started for me within two days of the work that you provide within that first week, things started clicking like insanely. It was like that quick. I couldn't believe it. Um, and then I finished the course. I'm like, this is great. Now what? Now what? Um, <laughs> so I wanted more, um, but I did. I went back to my job because we started working from home for a little bit, but I went back into the office. Um, I loved my job. I loved doing what I did, but it was very difficult. It was very, um, I'm, I'm going to say that I had a really hard um, boss. <laughs> And, um, and she made, she made things really difficult for me. And, um, the minute I started using GCP, she stopped poking at me and That's I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. So what, what's the category of work you did or before in your intuitive work? But category, as far as, um, like what, what job title or kind of a feel for it was marketing. Um, I, I did a lot of stuff with, um, doing, I mean, the engineering for uh, business is a very different, um, marketing field. So I, I did a lot of work with the, the city, the state, um, just gathering all that information. They build roads and bridges. It was, it was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Um, but it was always coming at me and it wasn't very nice. GCP helped. It was, it was, it helped a lot. And she, she kind of left me alone for a little while. Um, 
and then I knew that, you know, okay, so whatever is not for my highest good is not coming to me. And um, there was this one um, event that happened where I'm like, all right, GCP is not working. What's going on? What's going on? Why is this happening? And it, it happened for uh, like about a week. Just, I'm like, okay, something's going on. And there was one time where it was just, I, I said to her and I, we had a conversation. I said, mm-mm. Mm -mm, it got a little heated. And then at that point I could feel the crown on my head. It was tingling. Like you wouldn't believe I was like hot. And I, I just, at that point, I'm like, you know, I can't do this anymore. That was the tipping point where I just said, I can't, I can't be here anymore. It's not good for me. It's stressful. And, you know, I just, I gave her my two weeks notice. And I'm like, <gasps> And then you stepped into the, oh, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? So, um, so you're working this really human job, right? Yes. And mm -hmm. you love the job itself. I do. But I kind of, what I'm hearing is that there were signs. There were clearly signs that were energetically pushing you out. And now for the new listeners for this program, if you don't know what GCP is yet, it's ground clear protect. So it is a super simple, easy uh, protection practice that really kind of filters what should come in and what shouldn't come into your energetic system. So you're using GCP. I'll put a link to it in here. Um, people can find it, but you're using GCP now in this human job where you're like, I'm starting to be unhappy here. And then you use that to filter in what's supposed to come in, what isn't. And it sounds like red flags came in it sounds like she lashed out at you yeah it was a very specific moment I'll never forget it I, I won't share it here just yeah. because it's not necessary yeah. <laughs> but um and so I gave her the the two weeks notice um and I said I can't work for you anymore and then I I sat at my desk and I'm like oh snap <laughs> and I'm like okay show me a sign is this is this what I'm supposed to be doing and um a bird came right to my window and just sat there for a minute. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. This is good. This is good. This is perfect. I had already, you know, was on the way of thinking, okay, what am I, what am I doing? Do I need to be here? Is it, you know, signs were coming in where I needed to find more of what is this intuition stuff? Your seven week program was awesome. It was a great, oh my gosh, it was, it was the great starting point. I'm going to call that the tip off point right there. <laughs> that was a tip off point. That's right the tipping there, point. No, the tipping yeah. point is your courage. Keep telling um, me about that experience because you you say that's it. I'm done. I need a sign. So grateful for that bird to yes. show up for you and be and like, it, yep, this is what it is. And so many people have had moments like that too that they can relate to. But the bird did the did the bird completely relieve the pit in your stomach post deciding to leave? Um, it, it did a lot. It did a lot. Then I talked to my husband and he's like, yeah, I understand. It's fine. Yeah. You're not happy. Just, you know, you know what you need to do. So I had, I had the support there. So that was a great help. Um, and so from then I just, you know, I finished my job out there very amicably did what I needed to do. And, um, and then the plans came in just like, okay, now what? And then, um, so I'm really into crystals. I started like gathering crystals and I'm like, I, I, I'm going to sell crystals. I'm going to sell all the stuff. So I, I came up with a plan, my business plan. And then, um, yeah. And it's kind of steamrolled from there. Do you want me to continue? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, I, I love this because 
And I'll, I'll throw out here as well. Sometimes we run into individuals that they're playing the role that they have to play. So she mm-hmm. might, your, your former employer might be just a super nice person, but she had to play the, she had to push you because you weren't stepping out of that role and into the role you were supposed to be in anyway. So sometimes that happens as well, where we have conflicts with someone where it's not that they're necessarily a bad person, but the conflict has to happen in Mm -hmm. order to push us to the next step. So you've got support from hubby. You got support from the bird. I love that little bird so much now. (laughs) Um, And you have all this support and you step in and you start to, uh, this is another thing that I've, I've witnessed with you, working with you, is that you're very skilled at allowing yourself to be magnetically pulled to what fills you. So you were talking about crystals, and then I interrupted, go. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Yeah, it, the, the crystal business was kind of like something that I was diving into. And I felt like, okay, what, what else, what am I missing? And I ended up going to a yoga class and the teacher there, I loved her. And she's like, well, just so you know, I'm doing a yoga teacher training, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, maybe I should look into that. And I thought, you know, yoga meditation, I wasn't doing a lot of that, like as much as I really wanted to um, bring that in. So I dove right in. I never intended to teach. I I really just wanted the knowledge for myself. I wanted the, um, all the greatness that comes with the teaching of it, because it's, it's a whole other layer. Um, so that was fabulous. And wouldn't you know, like after two months after finishing, I got a call from a friend says, I can't do this class at this place anymore. Could you take it over for me? I'm like, oh my gosh, I guess I'm being asked to teach. (laughs) So I followed that intuition and go went right in stepped into it. And I love teaching yoga. Mm -hmm. I really, really love teaching yoga and helping and um, just being there for for the students who are coming to class. And when they tell me how I've changed them, it really makes me feel good. It's just like really heartfelt. so from there, I'm like, in our yoga teacher training, we uh, were included Reiki one. So I'm like, Reiki, okay. Hmm. I can I can see where this is going now. So don't I just dive right into that too? So I also, um, I do healing. I, I call it crystal healing because I use crystals um, and it's very energetic. Um, and I just kind of like incorporated that. What else did I do? Hmm. Well, you dove into those and this is kind of, I love that you verbalize this because this is what one of the things that I think is a great teaching moment for people. And what I've witnessed with you over the, we've known each other now for about a year and a half or more. And what I've witnessed with you is instead of making choices on what you think will be best financially or, you know, how to to access, you know, the most clients sooner or things like that, you Mm -hmm. instead allow yourself to magnetically be pulled to things that speak to you, that you enjoy. And as a result of that, we've watched all these Mm -hmm. cool things just kind of pop into your life, like yoga. You're like, I'm pulled to this. I really love this. And then all of a sudden a friend says, Hey, can you teach? And it just kind of, that's what I witnessed with you. Yeah. And I, I, I think that people can really learn from that. And I'll, you also I'll you. Yeah. have an interest in, um, in, uh, how would you say that? Like criminal cases and, okay. Tell me yeah. about that. 
Okay. So first I want to share a little bit about the yoga too, and how I got the final push it. Okay. So I'm shopping at Costco and they have a book section magazines and I never go in there. And one day I was walking through there and don't I just stand in front of a magazine rack. I look over my shoulder and I'm like a yoga magazine. I'm like, there it is. There's my final. That was my final, you know, this is your final sign. Take it and go. But yeah, um, I do look for the signs. I am when I feel drawn and pulled somewhere, I really, I do dive into it and, and feel into it. And I've always been interested in um, true crime, uh, crime scene investigation, solving, you know, cases, uh, looking for, you know, who did it? Where is this missing person? I've always wanted to be that person to, I, I wanted to go back to college. I did, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't something that I felt extremely drawn to. So I didn't do it. Um, but I'm still very interested in it. And, um, I want to use my intuitive self, my, my intuition, my, um, my senses to maybe help in a different way. So I've kind of dove into some courses with that. I've been practicing with unsolved cases or cases that have been solved, but I try to kind of, you know, see what I'm feeling into and see how the information that I pull relate to the actual cases. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very interested to see where this brings me. I love that. So this is, this is the most current one. And also I know that in our, uh, practitioner circle that we hang out with, uh, Mm -hmm. all of, all of the group here at Sage, I know that you ran into, you met another practitioner that's also really Mm -hmm. into the true crime thing. And so the two of you can practice together. Yep. It's, I just think that this is a really great example for people because we hear the instructions, follow what you love, the rest will come. I have witnessed from you, you do that naturally, mm-hmm. naturally. And I know that um, recently you've also uh, been in a situation where there was a natural disaster around you that had happened yes. as far as weather goes. And I recall you saying, uh, I want to help. And then Mm -hmm. I'm just curious what bubbled up as that, because I know you did end up helping. Did that land in your lap as well? It totally did because, you know, the destruction was so huge. I mean, how, like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to help? What am I going to do? Am I going to, I can supply food and sh- um, water and um, all the stuff, but I don't know how to do, how do you go about that? Cause it's never, I've never been involved in a natural disaster before. My got a phone call from the teacher that I taught me yoga. And she says, I have an opportunity. Um, I was told about, and would you be interested? It's providing, um, crisis support, just being there, um, healing energy, Reiki energy kind of stuff. So that fell, I got the phone call and I'm like, yep, let me, I'll be there. I'll be there. I don't, I don't care what it is. Just tell me what it is. And I did that for, I think, um, it was like two weeks, um, not steady, but throughout two weeks, I was able to visit the sites, uh, meet with the residents and they were so grateful, so heartfelt. Um, they just love that we were being able, we were able to be there to help them. Um, yeah, that was, that was really, that was really something. That was, that was an interesting journey. And I remember, um, being there, you know, listening to your experience as you went through it, uh, for you to be able to provide like calming meditation services is, 
is wonderful. So what I witnessed, and I witness this all the time with you, with you is that you do approach your day-to-day life intuitively. You know, not all of it, but in big things that happen in different pivot points and transitions, you do approach it uh, intuitively. And I just want to throw out there as well uh, that you, I talk about GCP when you knew the natural disaster was coming. I just want to kind of throw oh, out that experience because <laughs> I feel like I'm like throwing you out there on this one, but it just was, it was a beautiful experience to hear. Um, yeah. So if, if those of you who are listening, I was here for Hurricane um, Ivan. Is that, is, no, what was his name? I, I forgot. I <laughs> it's okay that I forgot because it, down here in Fort Myers, um, Ian, geez, Ian. Ian, I mean, it was an I. So we're getting ready to, um, we're just getting ready. We're seeing what's going on. We haven't evacuated yet. I have four cats and I'm like, I don't have carriers for any of those cats. Something told me, jump up, go get those carriers. So the day before we had to evacuate, I went and got four carriers. Thank gosh, because we did um, need to evacuate. Uh, so we left for higher grounds inland. As I'm driving, I am just imagining a huge me over my house. Huge. I'm huge. And I'm wrapping my arms around the house. This is my GCP. And I could visualize myself over my house just arms all over it and and then after that happened I just kind of let it go and on the radio was playing it's all right mm-hmm. and I'm like thank you <laughs> it's all right and yeah our house was fine um we had some trees down um we had a little tree on the on the roof line but we had no flooding we had no damage to our cages and nothing our roof um so I feel like I was able to protect the house with, with that GCP around the house. It was, and, and just seeing that sign after with the raid, the song coming on, it's all right. Like I, I melted down and started crying. I'm like, this is huge. And I'm scared. And yeah. So I felt, I felt a lot better. Yeah. And that's the first time, isn't that the first time you had to evacuate a major hurricane? That's the, no, we did, um, two years ago for a different storm. Um, that was Irma and she didn't do anything to the area. So I feel like, um, we did evacuate. And at that point we're like, we're not evacuating anymore. Like nothing's going to happen. But I was told where I told myself or my guides told me you need to go. <laughs> you need so, to go. um, yeah, that was the second time we, we left, but, um, the first time nothing, nothing happened here. Well, this last one, though, I've spoken to a number of people that evacuated, and it's a very unnerving feeling to leave your home, you know, not knowing what you're going to come back to. And it's very scary. So I completely can see how you would have felt so emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that you wrapped your hands. It does. We don't even have to name the practice. No. It doesn't even have to be GCP. You just set your intent to protect your home um, Mm -hmm. for the highest good. And then you came back to find your home safe and sound and immediately turned around to say, now how can I give back and help in the community? And then yoga teacher calls and says, hey, by the way, (laughs) we got some some spots here. Yeah, so we went to Sanibel, we went to Fort Myers Beach and yeah, we were there to help the residents as much as we could. Because yeah, yeah. I love that. I think these are great. Thank you for sharing these. I know I kind of threw them out there because I'm because I know about 
some of your experiences, but I think they're just incredible examples of you saying, I want this, I want to do this, or I want to feel this experience or help in this way. And then things literally land in your lap. And that's how it works. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. It's quite incredible how it works. This is, all right, here it is. (laughs) Here it is. Here it is. This is where you're going to go next. It's almost as if there's an, um, when you're, when you're really using your intuition in your day-to-day life, it's almost as if there is this meter that's constantly working. And if it gets too, if you get too close to doing something you're not supposed to be doing or a direction you're not supposed to go in, it gets really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of it, the more focus you put on the other side of it, the more stuff just kind of comes in. And that's the magic that I witnessed on your path. And I think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. Can I share a story about um, a sign that I've asked for? So um, I, um, there was a time when I was, I was contemplating how much yoga do I want to teach? Do I want to continue teaching yoga? Like, is it, is yoga for me? Am I supposed to teach yoga? So I'm meditating, I'm sitting and I asked, I said, okay, well, just show me a huge bird. I want to see a huge bird right in front of my face. (laughs) Right. I like, We'll see if I'm supposed to continue teaching yoga. So when I um, left, I was at the yoga studio when I, when I was doing that and asking for the sign, I left the yoga studio driving out of the parking lot. I see a mama duck with like 10 chickling, little, little chicks following her. I'm like, it's not a huge bird, but it's a lot of birds. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so a lot of like, birds. Okay. Okay. That's my first sign. And then I get home and I don't know if you know the movie, the birds. Yes. It's an old movie. My husband put it on TV that night. Of course. <laughs> okay. So I'm supposed to continue teaching yoga. It didn't stop after that. I had two more bird signs and I can't remember now off the top of the head what they were, but those are the two that stuck out for me. But it was you. Yeah. It, it's quite incredible. It's those perfectly timed moments. The perfect song on the radio to tell you it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that somebody's going to watch a movie? I mean, that movie is old. Right. Right. And then what's the chance that he's going to pull up that particular movie that night? So these are the signs that start to come when you are, you know, putting your, your spiritual path and your intuitive path in front of you every single day. It's almost like you're in the groove, you know, and you're very good at being in the groove. I just, I just, something clicked. So the bird showed up on my window when I quit my job and now the birds showed up when I'm supposed to continue with yoga. So birds might be a thing for me if I'm supposed I to continue. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm on the right path when I'm doing the right things. Birds are going to show up. All right. Cool. All right. I love that. <laughs> I love that. So what advice would you give to those? Uh, I'm going to do two-part advice. The first one I'm going to ask is what advice would you give to someone who wants to step deeply into their intuitive path, maybe become a practitioner or do something that they're really passionate about, but they're still kind of stuck in that old routine and too scared to get out. Is it like enough to say, trust your intuition? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, No, I think, I think what I would say is um, don't rush anything take the time to really uh, sink into and feel um, and notice how your body is reacting to certain things. Um, That's how I really noticed it is how is my body reacting? Um, Do I 
do I have a headache? Do I, am I feeling sensations when I'm doing something that I don't like, or am I feeling sensations when I step out of doing the stuff that I don't like that I, now I'm not, I, I enjoy doing that's bringing me purpose journal journaling is, um, it can be an eye opener. And in looking back at the words that you write regarding certain situations can give you a little clues and stuff. Um, look for support. I think yes. that's a really big one to um, talk to somebody who you trust yes. to be able to share your feelings and, and share this, you know, the things that have bubbled up. Um, and, and yes, trust your intuition. Intuition is key. The support thing too. I'm so glad you said that because it's really important. Mm-hmm. It's really important to have because yeah. uh, you can have 30 people in your life who aren't behind you, supporting you, believe in what you do. One, if you just have one person that believes mm-hmm. in you, that can make a huge difference and can trust. Exactly. So, and then the second piece of advice is I, I'm just, I'll ask it in the form of a question. Do you find that staying on your intuitive path in all of these different situations in your life and, and cause one thing you're very good at is keeping your intuition a part of your day-to-day life. Do you find that that's done through is a practice that you do, or is that just come natural for you? A little bit of both, I think. Okay. I do. Um, so I'm really good at doing the GCP daily two, three, four times a day. Sometimes, um, meditation doesn't come naturally for me. I, I, I need to make that time. I need to sit, even if it's just for a minute, um, naturally. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it does come naturally for me. It's just like something will pop in where I, and it will make like with the bird thing that was just kind of like organically, I'm like birds, birds. And if I say something to myself, like repeatedly, I, I feel like that's a sign, you know, something's, something's there for me to look deeper into. Um, so I think it's just being mindful yeah. um, and having the yoga practice that I do. And I, I teach your, it's a mindful act. So um, doing mindful activities like that can help put you into that, um, that flow of intuition, I think. I think that is fantastic. Mindful activities that you enjoy that mm-hmm. can keep that focus on your intuition and on your spiritual path through your human life. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being here with me and sharing your story. I was excited to connect with you because of how relatable it is. And you are really a shining example of what happens when somebody says, okay, this is the cliff I want to jump off and like fly and be free and do what I love. And then more and more and more comes into your life. So thank you so much for being here with me. You're so welcome. I enjoyed it. Love talking to you. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.